0: To the third place. This is a little bit different setup than the previous episodes because I am doing this on my own. Uh, I've been dealing with some trademark classic science issues that I always get in the fall but that won't stop me. I wanted to d- switch this up because I wanted to try a new format, or something I could go back to in other episodes, and it might change, but I am playing tonight one of the games that I'm going to be talking about, which is Parappa the Rapper, which came out in 1998. Um, it was developed by a Japanese company called Nana Onsha, which I could be getting that name wrong, I have no idea. But... The two main figures attached to this were Matsuya, Masaya Matsura and Ronnie Greenblatt. Parappa in many ways is a very groundbreaking game, despite having a very simple and basic premise. Parappa was arguably one of the first rhythm games ever made, and it definitely shows that, I won't deny. It has uh, an infamous stage that I uh, think is harder than any Dark Souls game. But I wanted to discuss this game along with Vib Ribbon later in the episode. Because I feel as though these games embody a very beautiful sentiment. That I don't think games will, maybe not will never get to, but... It seems as though that any game that has <clears throat> everyone in mind, it seems like games today that try to market to a, quote, everyone market, they can't really feel as though they're either being made for nostalgia-driven millennials, such as when we, me and Ryan were discussing Spyro remakes, or they're so specifically dumbed down just for kids that there really is no sort of grand appeal. It's it's not very e for everyone if I guess you could say. But I wanted to do a little different tonight. So I'm actually going to be playing the game and talking. Hopefully this all works out. All right. But my my personal history with Parappa comes from, I believe this is one of the first games that I played as a kid. I'm pretty sure this was a game on a demo disc that my brothers owned. For some reason they, they kept demo discs in like a in a shelf and for some reason they never bothered to do anything with them but I think as a result, I benefited greatly from it. No need to fear. Propa definitely was a game that I owned, though, for sure, and is here. it was, like, the most jo fun game tra- ever as a kid, oh, and as cities, someone who had a lot of and I I experience have. and I my magic of glory sort of personal game game connection with music as a whole, As someone who had a lot of, sort of, personal experience with music as a whole, I think Parappa just kind of was the right game at the right time. Hold on, I'm turning the volume just down a little bit. But, I grew up playing the piano, and also the French horn later on in life. And music for me has always been a very comforting part about games. I mean in the show, in the other episodes, I've always tried to include music from the game game or games that I'm talking about because I think music has a very special way to deliver not only a message but I think a, an, an emotion that games are going to but I guess I'll get into that in a little bit, but because the game is about to start. Parappa has such a very charming premise where it's just literally. It's just call and response, basically. You know, you have your masters, so to say, and they will give you a sort they will give you a sort of prompt, which usually just is a series of button presses. And when you first play the game, the game is more or less just trying to get you They want you to sort of mimic the master. Because in Parappa, there's four rankings you can get. Cool, cool, good, bad, and awful. And in the first playthrough, Parappa... In the first playthrough, Parappa only... Let's you access the good rank. In sep- subsequent playthroughs, it allows you to obtain the cool rank, which is more or less trying to freestyle. And the game has sort of an arb, an arbitrary rating system. As Uh, I just entered I entered the bad state. The bad state because I apparently did not meet the requirements of the game. And what's cool is that Parappa actually has unique audio tracks based off how well you're doing. But I did not mean to do that one. I did not mean to, to try again, but I guess I'll play again. But, as I was saying, Parappa has four different audio tracks based on the different rankings. And usually they'll mean taking away audio tracks or adding one. It, it just honestly depends on how good. But it's a natu- it's a great way of giving feedback to the player. I think it just adds more, sort of, fun to the game. This first level is very simplistic. It's more or less trying to, like, tell you, hey, these are the six buttons that we're gonna present to you. Square... Square, cross, circle, triangle, L1, and R1. I never can understand fully how the game decides what is good and bad. Usually, it's a timing window. And granted, the game does give you audio feedback. Saying it'll give you a record scratch uh, if you did something good. But if you... Like that. That's the bad... That's the bad feedback. There's the good feedback. I... I can't help but smile playing this game it's granted a lot of people will look at Parappa and think it is a simple kids game which you know on the surface level I can understand Parappa has a 2d paper art style it only has six levels in the game and you can honestly beat this game in about an hour minus the fact that Stage 4 is quite literally broken. But I think why I come back to this game, I I really do have moments throughout any year where I will just put on the soundtrack of this game or the soundtrack of Vib Ribbon or even the soundtrack of the sequel. And I get this sense of just pure joy that few games can ever really come close to. You know... I, I always have to like ask myself why does Parappa give me this feeling because there are tons and tons and tons of games that do that. From why is Parappa's so unique for me personally and I think for a lot of people, you know, if you if you were to show anyone a picture of Parappa or if you show like if you were just to utter any of the lyrics from any of the, of the Uh, stages in this game, people will be able to verbally reply to you as if like Parappa's lyrics had been on the radio themselves for decades. And I think that novelty of the game being so simple, being so about sort of embodying, in a way, like the freestyle mentality, having, having this sort of splice together audio clips that if you're really trying to freestyle Parappa it makes no sense I mean it really does not make any lick of sense you know what the game deems cool is like making garbled up jumbled like mad libs all together to make some semblance of a rap and if you were to take it at face value you would be like This game is the corniest thing, this game is the silliest thing, it's the dumbest thing, and I've seen videos all saying that, you know, Parappa is like the dumbest, the lyrics are dumb, they're bad, and it's like, I don't think people are taking Parappa for what he is, or what the game is, Parappa is not so much about it's not like, like, let's, let's say uh, another rhythm game like Dance Dance Revolution or Guitar Hero or Rock Band, Just Dance. You know, those games have a very clear idea, and then granted, they have the benefit of being rhythm games post Parappa. You know, they were come, they were like half a decade or a decade later. I mean. You have game, games like Busta... I think it's called Busta Groove in the PS1 era. DDR started not too long after Parappa via the arcades or home console ports. And those games more or less have a, are about getting the highest score, pushing yourself to the absolute limit. And with Parappa, it's more like... The developers, Matsuya, Matsura specifically he was like trying to blend medias together in a way that was was and still unique i mean when he was discussing the game there's a great playstation underground video where he's discussing how the game was viewed not even as a game by people in the company they were seeing it as like interactive music video in fact that's what a lot of people called it back then an interactive music video game and at the time that that very much sat with the sort of branding of the PlayStation. The fact that it was a console that could play CDs, including like the Sega Saturn was a console that could play CDs. This was like the first time two mediums were coming together to create a unique experience. And, you know, the industry had been kind of seeing that beforehand with the advent of, you know, FMV games such as Night Trap, which, you know, I've discussed earlier in the show, Um, Parappa kind of felt like the next step towards, you know, media mashing, media crossing that was so unique, and I think the fact that Parappa is a game, you know, the fact that it is dictated by your, your button presses... I accidentally started the practice mode. That's not what I wanted. Get me out of here. Exactly.
1: Exit. The next one is...
0: Oh my God! I had to. Oh well. Well, hey, at least this game has a practice mode, you are too quick. which definitely helps because this game has some wonky, uh, input timing windows, um, most notably, as I said, stage four, where it seems like the game, uh, see, I mean, I, I'm, I'm explaining what's happening on the screen, like, the little meter thing. You know, your little parappa head is going across the time signature bar. And even though it looks like his head is on the beat, uh, the game is actually saying, no, you were too fast. So it's like, sometimes you have to be like almost a little late to be registered as a hit. And stage four has this out the wazoo where you have to be like, almost what seems like a full... Hey, like, feels like five frames late. You are too quick. See, I'm like, I'm like, feeling like I'm pressing this pretty late, but the game is like, actually, no, you're pressing this too early. Exactly. See, there we go. Okay, are you ready? Let's go, rapid. Do you want to try it again? The circle button. Get me out of here. <laughs> okay, but. I guess what I'm trying, what I was trying to get back to is Parappa by nature of being a game and not a strict music video. If if this was presented as a music video where it was just cut scenes and you saw Parappa rapping along, you know, kind of if you were to listen to the game's soundtrack as it is with visuals, I think it would still be a fun little, you know, thing that we as Westerners got to experience via Japan in the sort of, Japanese exporting bonanza of the 90s. But the fact that it is playable, this music video is playable and it is dynamic and reacts to you, I think adds so much to this game that if this was any other series, I feel like it would have not hit. You know, I'm playing the next stage and the cutscene's playing. Like, Parappa has such a beautifully bizarre art style that reminds me of I'm not entirely sure if he was attached to this Rodney Greenblatt the artist but the art style reminds me of all of the other reindeer all of the other reindeer the like straight to to video movie Um, but Parappa has such a very eclectic style where all the characters are presented in 2-D paper aesthetic with this very early PlayStation 1 CG graphics, and sometimes it, it's like hyper-realistic looking objects, sometimes they are more cartoonish in appearance. <coughs> and the characters behave all strangely in a way that doesn't make much sense. In, like, the latter part of the game, Parappa's girlfriend or girlfriend-to-be is in the car with him, and he has... And I, it sounds really stupid when you, when I say it out loud, but he has to go to the bathroom, and he has, like, a, a stank face on him. And Sunny is suddenly enthralled by his, like, I-have-to-go-to-the-bathroom face. It's so random. Like, Parappa has to bake a... Seafood cake for Sunny's birthday. Parappa gets a driver, driving uh, driver's license in like 10, 10 minutes. Suddenly, can drive his dad's own car. He he proceeds to crash this car, and it turns into absolute smithereens. So he goes to a flea market run by a frog. And so, the logic of this world makes no sense, but it all is somehow works. This sort of sunny, playful world where every sort of problem or situation that Parappa gets himself into is solved by rapping along with somebody. So, you know, I genuinely love this approach as I am playing stage 2 Um, with instructor Mussolini Which I Just love that that is a thing This like black lady DMV employee Teaching Teaching you how to drive And she is named after Italian fascist dictator M- Mussolini And by the way I, This is probably my favorite song in the game game saying I'm doing bad but I doubt it. Now it says I'm on the verge of cool so the rules don't make any sense but (coughs) much like this world. Wrong. By the way, this car has no hood on it, too. It's so strange. As Parappa and Mussolini are driving through a 2D city street. Signal to the right. On the gas now turn to the left. This level makes me so happy. This dumb little game about a rapping dog getting his driver's license makes me happy. No other game like this today would ever do this. No. No game would even go as far as to, like, even present a scenario like this. They would, like, treat it absolutely seriously. Or they would throw it, like, a, a joke so that the parents or, like, the adult playing it would think, like, oh, yeah, this is cool. But, like, Parappa is just like, hey, uh, you need to bake a a seafood cake and you uh, are watching a TV infomercial by a chicken. (coughs) And so you are rapping along to this chicken on the TV as you make a seafood cake. Why a seafood cake? For a flower GF? No idea. But in Parappa world, that is expected and and the sort of outcome that works. But I think, you know, when you look back at Parappa, especially now since it's been, oh, good, like probably 24 years. We're almost going on 25 years of this game. I think you know, you have to ask, like, what makes a game like this so special even now? I think it's the ability to allow us to interact with a medium, I think, that a lot of us are very fond of. I mean music as a whole I think is permeates our lives in so many different ways, whether whatever genre we listen to or artist or whatever, I think it's safe to say that music is a very constant thing in our lives. And to ha- have a game that th- allows you to interact with music even if it's a very simple attempt which it definitely was Parappa was a very archaic game that was cobbled together as it went you know the team in charge of this had really minimal to not much experience with console game making and it shows I mean this game has a very simple amount of content simple approach simple aesthetics But I think that the sort of conviction of its director to view this as just straight fun, you know, there's so many games now that are sort of targeted for that, I guess you could say, kid audience. But like games from this era, even if they're a kid audience, they very much feel like they can reach everyone. They're not sort of designed for a specific population group. And I think Parappa is such a genius product because it can be for everyone. You could be like a teen and enjoy the music or the sort of novelty of playing along with music or a kid loving the aesthetics. Or you could be a, you could have been like a young parent or something. I don't know, but <coughs> I think this is a sort of playful demeanor and ways to sort of embody a simple premise of just letting us interact, I think is what makes Parappa so fun, even today. And I even, and most of this can also be said of the sequel, which is on the PS2, I think, with, which has more content. It has like a, a two-player mode that's really, really funny. Like, just, you know, the fact that it's, this game is, like, sampled, like, different sections. It's hard to explain how this game works, but more or less that each button presses, like, a different word. So you have, like, two people with two different characters, like, using garbled sentences to, like, get better points. It's a really bizarre idea, but it kind of just works off the off the goofiness. I just here's here's the game part of the game where it's like Parappa has to go take a shit and he's got a front face on him and his GF sure thinks that's the hottest thing ever it's wetting her pants at the sight of oh man can you believe and Parappa sees toilets in the sky flying in like formation but you know what <laughs> he shouldn't have ate that seafood cake. Wow, Parappa looks so manly today, he... Oh my god, she's got the fuck-me eyes. In all hindsight, Sonny's kind of a freeloader. Parappa, who's probably no older than like 12 years old, driving his dad's car. driving by causing trees to spin around. He sees music notes coming out of a radio and also toilets. I'm just imagining like the voice actors for this game having to read lines like this is like, it's so, it's just so funny. You know what you got to do, Parappa? You got to rap your former masters who also have to go to the bathroom as your sort of final test before the final level, Parappa. If you want to take a shit, you got to beat this rap. It's It's so goofy. But the song is kind of a banger. I wanna say to you, kick, punch, turn, and chop the door. Kick, punch, turn, and chop the door. Go by, Ambassador Onion. Now, Bussolini. I've been sitting in my car, yes, now for days. Did you check the toilets <laughs> on the right? Did you check the toilets on the left? 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 Also, I love how every song in this game, while. <laughs> <laughs> Is it supposed to be a rap, but each sort of master has like a different aesthetic and style to them? Like flea swallow the frog is like trying to be Bob Marley doing reggae rap. I I don't know how that game registered. as almost cool. I don't know if you can hear this, but like you can hear how just like fragmented each line is. Oh, no. There we go. I'm out of here. Now, for the chicken, I hate her, but she's not as brutally hard as her own stage. So thank goodness. fix the door, you know, I gotta go, so yes, open up, you know, from the kitchen, I need kitten, I don't know, right. what does that even mean? You can kind of tell this was written by a Japanese guy. And I did it I get to go to the bathroom Finally All those Those four other people Get to suffer As I get to Feel better about myself And you know what That's the That's what Parappa's all about <laughs> You gotta believe And you and you gotta rap To go to the bathroom But <clears throat> I guess in summary With Parappa the rapper I think that You know games are no longer sort of earnest and just go willing to go for it. They're not really... They're all calculated in who they are trying to reach out to. They're... You know, they, there's always... You know, pe- there's sort of the committee thought or committee brain that is present with a game coming out today. Like, if there is a game... Like, let's say... I, the one kid's game I could think about is, like, Sackboy's Big Adventure, which is on the PS5. You know that game is like trying to be a fun little platformer kids game but it also throws in like little like nods to the parents who are probably watching or playing with their kid there's it's never sort of it's it wants to have it's cake and eat it wants to have it's seafood cake you know and eat it but as a result it almost becomes less of a thing than it wants to be with Parappa it's we are going to put everything on the table, we are going to try something new, we're going to try something, even if it is more or less like a demo or an idea, not so much, quote, a game, at least you are going to experience this world, this little universe that we have crafted about a little dog who just believes in himself. And that's, that's something, too, I genuinely love, is that this game presents a very earnest and sweet message of just you got to believe in yourself which you know in the myriad of stuff nowadays where it's like everything has to have like some bizarre leftist socio-political stance hey you have a game that's just like hey believe in yourself and you could do something challenging and I think that's ultimately what speaks the most to Parappa is just this believe mentality from a small group of people willing to try something new. And I just genuinely love Parappa. So if you have a PlayStation 4, buy the remaster, it's nice to see these assets in like 4K. Uh, I hope to own the PS1 copy again someday. But until then, yeah, just play this game. You'll have a lot of fun. I not see me game. back from switching to my bedroom. I keep the modern system. In a different room from my PlayStation 3. I'm turning the volume all the way down. Imagine if this was blaring the PS3 boot up sound. That would be insane. But in the second part of this episode. I am going to be playing a game. Not that one. I'm going to be playing a game that's a lot more even more stripped backed in some elements compared to Parappa, but in terms of just its overall message or power, I think it has more staying power, or maybe a u- even more unique perspective than Parappa, which is Vib Ribbon. Now, Vib Ribbon came out in 1999 in Japan and 2000 in Europe, It was developed by the same team from Parappa, Nana Oncha, and Masaya Matsura. (coughs) This game actually never came to America, funny enough, because Sony Computer Entertainment of America had this perspective of simple 2D games aren't really going to sell in America, so they really never... this game never came overseas, I think it's... A crime that it didn't. Vibribbon is a very simple, simple game. It involves you playing as Vibri the the rabbit as she traverses basically wireframe uh, levels where you have to press the right button with the right shape. And I'm loading up the how to play section because I haven't played this in a while. But Vibribbon isn't necessarily a game, but kind of like a showcase of that mul- this uh, multimedia concept that Parappa kind of sort of started back in the day. You know, Vibribbon is again as a rhythm game. But instead of wrapping, it's about pressing the right buttons to get over obstacles. But the unique twist about Vibribbon is that... Uh, the input lag's a little different than Parappa. I, I feel like I have to be even a little earlier. But VidRibbon is all centered around this concept of actually putting in CDs to play the game. So you could pop in any one of your own CDs into the game, into the PlayStation 1, and you would be able to play levels that the game generates for you, which is kind of a novel concept. I don't think, as far as I know, this concept really hadn't been explored. Uh, so it makes it kind of like doubly sad that this game never came to the States. But, I think Vibra is sort of the encapsulation of that idea that I have mentioned previously in the show. I mentioned it on... I believe, the episode with David and Kelby. In David's book that I... I I want to make sure I got this right. It's right here next to me. It's that you pray for dry weather at the sight of the sun. He includes a quote that basically says that, you know, once you add to the artifice, the magic of the artifice becomes nothing. And... I think VidRibbon is the total encapsulation of that idea because the game is basically the most basic and simplistic graphics you could have probably put on the PlayStation, and yet it somehow, in its own unique way, communicates more through it than, let's say, if it had the Parappa art style, I don't think it would have hit so hard for so many people around the world you know and the game comes with its own soundtrack that was provided by I think the band is called Laugh and Peace as well as uh, Matsura's own original music that he sort of wrote with them and so you have these six songs that is that are included in the game, but I almost don't think that's the point. The game kind of wants the game wants you to have your own sort of playground with your own music. I've seen videos of people playing Vibribin with like ABBA playing. You hear like you can create your own level you can you create your own level with like Dancing Queen and the game is able to pretty much make a level based off, you know, significant beats of that song it's such a unique and fun little experience that i kind of wish we got to but i feel like this game only could have truly happened on this console the PlayStation 1 Excuse me. You know, in Vibramen actually even has its own little series that Japan got. It had a sequel that was not necessarily in this aesthetic. It kind of was based off Japanese sort of brush strokes and as a res, as a result it doesn't really look like its own predecessor and then there's a third game, but even that third game doesn't follow the rules that Vibribbon establishes. I'm booting up the easy level because I'm a baby. But when you play this game, you really only have Vibribbon on this single track, and you have this floating over over you the sort of shapes that represent your score. You have no idea what it means. But you have this, like, (laughs) honest-to-goodness, just beautiful score by Laugh-and-Peace with this broken English lyrics that, you know, on one hand, you'd be like, what the hell is this? What are they even singing about? Makes zero sense. But I'll be honest, like, Vibra Conveys so much beautiful emotion with the most simplistic art style. Wireframe, you know, pits and blocks with English lyrics that uh, it's something truly no other game has encapsulated before or since then. You know, you have this cute little rabbit, Vibri, who is only speaking in Japanese. She's not she doesn't speak a lick of English, even in like the European version, which, you know, was translated. You still have this compressed Japanese rabbit who if you if you mess up consistently she becomes a frog, then a tadpole. And, you know, she cries and screams, but if you succeed, she becomes Queen Vibri. There's, it has that same sort of aesthetic bizarreness that Parappa had, but it's almost like it accomplishes that sort of goal. Parappa was able to get and just sort of runs with it full force. I turn into a frog right now, with Vibri. So I fucked up. Now I just walk into the endless plane. Now I go to round two, which I believe is Sunny Day, which is my absolute favorite song in this game. song is quite literally, I think, the thesis statement of Vibrid and, you know, this English lyrics saying basically, you know, get up, get moving, you can't look at the past, it's time to move forward, very futurist in its lyrics, which kind of, in a weird way, coincides with Vibri as a character, as a as a vessel for you as the player. Vibri just kind of becomes you in the song, this little story. Hurry hurry Turning this up. The song is so good. I've listened to this song even without playing the game. And it legitimately makes me cry. (laughs) By the way, I got Vibri to turn into Queen Vibri. She's wearing her little crown and cape. There's no time, hurry up. I'm legitimately tearing up playing this silly little game. <coughs> this hop and skipping and rabbit. This might as well be like the greatest song in a game ever. It's like, I want to say things, but it's like, I want to absorb the beauty of this moment. Oh, I messed up. I messed up again. I could have gone for the perfect. There we go. bonus yes well done that's 1834 points pretty good huh so it just boots you back to the main menu <coughs> And I just love the sort of joy like just this real innocence that Vibri has as she's just looking at the menu screen and she's just saying the menu items in Japanese gold high score back bronze silver I might play through silver. And what I love about the game is that it... It actually slowly... (coughs) To sort of... Add one little extra wrinkle to the gameplay. Actually there's kind of two where... Based off the speed of the song, like the the wireframe level will like stretch a little bit or shrink and another one is that they combine shapes together (coughs) so like the spikes and the loop can combine together to create a spiked loop or the platform and the pit can combine together to make a platform with a pit sort of thing It's kind of amazing how even back in 1999 such a simplistic idea had just enough complexity that you could just totally groove with it. Queen Vibri mode. Now the song is going so slow and the The wireframe map has just slowed to a crawl. And that's where the difficulty comes from. We're still, we just crossed the halfway point in the song. Now we're starting to speed up. (laughs) <laughs> the fast part. Oh, <laughs> that, was, that was intense. And I love how each form of vib- vibri has her own animations for getting over obstacles, and we did it, gamers. I wanna try something, actually, with this game, see if it even works. I doubt it does. The camera, I love the, just the simplistic use of camera, where it's like, a low angle camera right now, it seems like is just, like, on, in the sky, in the sky void. I also love just how, even though this game never came to America, it still feels like that Japan invasion that Parappa was a part of. More so for Europe, I guess, because Europe got to see this, and, and we didn't as Americans until the early 2010s when they ported this to the PlayStation Store. Sucked. The, f- the wireframe is just shaking, making it a little bit more difficult. around with the buttons, make her stretch and flip and everything. Talk a little more, it's like I have to focus. (laughs) The high score song, the little high score jingle she does, because I broke into the top three. God, this game has so much character for being so simple. I I marvel at this game. I'm gonna test something out. I doubt it's gonna work because this is a PSN download. And so it's like, will this even work? <laughs> but we shall see. I mean, it's backwards compatible. So, part of the third place is we experiment. Okay, there's a game disc in there. Okay, let me see something. Let's get that menu. Uh, We are experimenting in game design. What game is in here? It's probably Tekken 3, or Tekken 2. One of the two. What was in here? Oh, no, Spyro. I'm an idiot. Of course it was Spyro. We are going to do some testing, listeners. This is live on air. No idea if this is going to work. If it doesn't, I guess I will just go to playing the hard course. But I think what I'm trying to get at with VidBurban is that in the absence of visuals, when games are stripped to the most basic and fundamental imagery to convey a language, especially with VidBurban, where it's Japanese voices telling you what to do and Japanese singers singing somewhat understandable English it's almost like the ability to control music itself becomes such a joy and Vibramen understands this idea and says well what if we let you <coughs> Vibramen says what if we let you control your own music it's not about Parappa where it's about it's not solely about interacting with, you know, parts of a song, it's it's about interacting with your own music. Whoops. Let's see if this works. No idea, because this is, is like a PSN download. There's a music cd CD in here. <gasps> it does work. <gasps> I thought it didn't. Uh which ones? Which one? Which, 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 which one? Uh which one should I do? It's such a good thing. Uh Let's do four on this. I am curious how this game's gonna do this song. This is a this is gonna be a pleasant surprise. <laughs> oh my god! This... Oh, this is incredible! <laughs> oh my god! and this. I can't believe it's playing the CD actually. This this is legitimate joy. <laughs> I get to play Charlie XCX music. And it's not compressed either. This is like CD off the disc quality audio. <laughs> oh come on. I, this is literally what I was saying, is the fact that you are interacting with your own music is such an incredible joy. And VibRibbon is that tool to interact with music using... Oh my god, what It threw a shape combo at me, and I don't know. I'm gonna have to fucking die. I actually am curious how it builds the level. That's that's I never. I think it looks for certain beats or sounds, because it's throwing a lot of jagged uh, blocks at me and gaps. whole Vibri and I am fighting for my life right now. This is something I wish that I had the manual with me to like look at the shapes. Because in the manual it was a poster to explain how different shape combos. I have actually posted this one on my Twitter before. I I am shocked that they got it so that the PSN download actually works. They got the PSN download to work with the CDs. I thought that wasn't the case. This has been a pleasant surprise. And that was genuine excitement. You, saw, <laughs> you heard me from... Vibri's happy. The current CD, actually, let's see. Track three. Do one more Charlie song and then see. I have I have Smashing Pumpkins. I think. Let's see if that works. This is so cool, (laughs) I I told you my thesis statement for this game was so true. I wanna know why it combines certain shapes together. Vibri, she's not a good one. Oh my... You have to be pretty precise on these inputs, by the way. There's... (laughs) Loops and shapes at a different intervals. Man, this is somewhat serious. <laughs> <laughs> oh goodness, Credit to Nana Oncha Matsuya. Sayamatsura Matsura for just allowing people to just understanding how CDs were the moment how much music was crucial to everything and presented a game that just lets you interact with your own music that's so freaking cool Good, huh? Okay, time to grab a different CD. My PS3, you have to like press pretty hard on the edge. Okay. Let's go to my small CD collection. A Swan CD. I turn the light on. Michael Jackson. I got a door. It's like jammed into this like one little spot. Hmm. Decisions, decisions. Here's how this game is going to treat this song. This will be the last song I do. See if it works with an older CD. I I guess older CD. But this, this night of recording has turned out to be the best thing ever. to see how Vibri handles a rock song. Oh man, this is... I will say... The game makes it definitely harder with real songs. God, dang. I might be a gamer, but I'm not fully pro gamer. I just love the die. I'm like forgetting these combos. Oh my god. Don't cry. Well, that sucked. If this doesn't work out for me, then I guess my gamer card gets revoked. This is fun. I will say that it's not perfectly on beat. so many unique shapes that <laughs> you you must hear like all the guitar chords and things like oh yeah that's combo sh- combo shape time I have a feeling like I'm gonna fail out of this song again. <laughs> My god. I think my controller might what the my controller's busted. Oh uh, yeah, I think my controller's not I and, and I know that sounds questionable being, like, blaming the controller, but this controller has, like, sticky R- R1 and L1 buttons. Oh, man, maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe, I, maybe I do suck, but I think that's honestly where I should cut off with Vibribbon. I think sort of the main thing I wanted to say about Vibribbon is that when you remove every little gra- graphical flourish, every little shader, every little texture and you are left with just wireframe wireframe squiggly lines to convey your intended emotion, I think something magic happens like with Vibribbon, where the barrier between music and games has truly been eradicated and suddenly you have a singular little moment and experience that I think, I think only this game for me, I've ever experienced, you know, I've had games where their music is fantastic, don't get me wrong, I could list you with tons of games that have amazing soundtracks, but I think with Vidravin, the soundtrack, the custom soundtracks you can make, I think, just, elevate this game to legendary status, and I can't recommend this enough. If you have a <coughs> PS3, get this now. If you have a large collection of CDs, there is no reason to not own this game. So I guess that will call it here for this little experimental episode of the third place. I hope to get to do this more in the near future. It's been a lot of fun just to play games and talk about them. So thank you all and wish you all a wonderful day, a wonderful night. Good night.